Hello, the internet, and welcome to this very special episode of The Pretrenders. Uh, that is courtesy of Johnny Davis. Great band. I, I do truly enjoy me, The Pretenders. Uh, and something that I learned... they have a movie about them? I don't know. They in a movie? No. I think that's oh. the... Uh, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Like the... Like that, that thing like you do and 90s? then... Um, Oh, but know, there man. is a whoa! There is a. I didn't realize there was a film, The Pretenders, with James Frank. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, anyway. okay, James. Um, but the lead singer of that band was a student at Kent State when Kent State went down, uh, and there are like a couple other uh, pop culture luminaries who were students at Kent State when Kent State went down. I learned that on an episode of My Favorite Murder, The Daily Zeitgeist. Oh. Yes, but let's tell the people what is trending on this fine Cinco de Mayo. Mm. Uh, Kurt Loder is trending, and he oh, is God. not dead. Not oh, dead. Thank God. He did turn, and this blew my mind, uh, he turned 75 today. Ooh. That seems No, impossible. I'd rather, this sounds really messed up, but I would have preferred to have found out that Kurt Loder <laughs> was trending because he turned 65. I didn't want to push okay. death upon Kurt Loder, but yeah, yeah that is that really carbon dates. That's like one of those things I really felt they held my like pop culture memory up to like, you know, some whatever whatever they used to carbon date to see how old it is and I'm like I am this many years old. Like so when he was like doing all the MTV news stuff in the 80s and 90s. He was late 40s, early 50s. Yeah, I don't is, know why I'm surprised because he was always like daddy on MTV. Like he was the old yeah, guy but on MTV. I guess he looked good though. Uh, he, I, this was the first time that I looked him up and looked at a picture and was like, oh yeah, he's, he's an aged man. He, he looks yeah. a little older. Um, it's like hearing still like, looks like a PE coach that you had in junior high turned 75 and you're like, damn, really? Huh? And you're like, but that yeah. make that tracks actually, but I just hadn't thought about that. And okay. And then um, you look at a picture of him and it looks like that person with old age makeup on because. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Uber and Lyft are trending. Have you heard about these things? Mm-hmm. You seen these guys seen these things? Uh, um, heard of Lyft, not Uber though. Okay, so Uber is, uh, it's like this thing. It's like Lyft, except the CEO is meaner. So that that's oh, kind of what makes it step cool. Away, old Travis. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, now Traddy. yes, that rings a bell. That rings a bill and a bell. Uh, the bill that it rings is Assembly Bill Five, uh, which is basically uh, a law that was passed in the state of California that said, you know that these companies that have gig workers need to reclassify these people as employees rather than independent contractors. Uh, because mm. they're saying, look, look, the whole thing is if you are controlling how your independent contractor is doing a task, or if the work that this independent contractor is routine as part of your business, then they are an employee. And because right. these companies have just taken, I mean, they're just not complying. What they've done is between Uber Lyft and DoorDash, they put together a $90 million slush fund because this is how bills work to get another bill 
you know, uh, signed into law that would exempt them. So that's what they're trying to do. They're they're going to go the old ballot initiative route, which we love to see uh, in these some some states have them, uh, where people will be like, "Hey, man, do you want to you know sign up to help support a bill that will help keep Uber and Lyft drivers more freedom?" I don't know how they're going to spin that to somebody like uh, to make me want to support that. But yeah, that's I mean, what they want. It seems like the way they're going to spin it is like. Yeah, if we paid these people like employees and gave them health benefits and all the things that we're legally required to give them, uh, if they are employees, then we wouldn't be able to be in business. Do you want Uber and Lyft or do you not want Uber and Lyft? And trying to get people to vote out of their own self-interest. Well, I mean, here's the thing, and and I'll I'll take this up with Governor Newsom myself, man. If, If I have to treat these people, these independent contractors, like employees... That means I legally have to make less money, and that's right. the problem here. Uh, right. And the whole thing is their other argument is that uh, our core business is technology, not rides. Yeah, yeah, totally. Very fucking clever. Very cool, guys. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Sudafed is trending. So this is this is interesting. There's a there's a photograph of the president who apparently is Donald Trump. Uh, there's a photograph of his desk. It's never gonna that get shows. <laughs> I don't. I can't fucking believe it. <laughs> this guy, Donald <laughs> Trump. <laughs> uh, Every time it there's a. So th- this is something we had heard tell of that he was really into popping Sudafed back in the day, um, mm-hmm. because it was like a stimulant, and he's. Good old blue collar. He's he's not getting the Ritalin or the Adderall. He's getting the Sudafed and just popping the over the counter stuff. Uh, and apparently that's true because there's a photograph that shows that not only is his desk just full of Sudafed, but it's full of Sudafed from the UK. He has the imported Sudafed because that is the Sudafed that hits harder. It hasn't. Because they don't have as big a meth problem over there, they have not had to uh, downgrade their their fed uh, to to have less ephedrine in it. So I'm just looking on Snopes uh, because <laughs> it's one of the few places I can still uh, trust at, at times like this. Uh, but what they're talking about, a lot of the things that people point out about this photo, like, oh, that's UK Sudafed, therefore it's like hitting different, things like that. It's not necessarily true. There are different ingredients, but to say that it's somehow like combining differently that you're going to be like way higher is just false. Uh, so I think a lot of people, because everyone, it's very clear when Trump is, how do you say, on one? Uh, mm-hmm. When he's up there just doing an old nasal solo while talking at the same time. Uh, I think it all, these are all kind of like, like everything. There's just enough pieces around to keep that, uh, that idea, yeah. you know, going. But I think, yeah, but his behavior alone is enough to for me to you know this pick or not. His behavior, I believe. his sn- sniffing the fact that there are stories of him having a uh, Adderall prescription. The fact that he's a celebrity, so could easily get an Adderall prescription and abuse it. The behind the scenes shit, the behind the scenes stories of him abusing Adderall. Uh, that doesn't this does nothing to put me on. And plus his behavior. Uh, also, yeah. Hitler was but I think real this into is meth, one of, so I yes, don't know. Famously, 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 
Uh, but I think, you know, uh, this the reason it came up is because Cinco de Mayo and it was that famous Trump Tower tweet where he had the taco bowl and he's like, I love my Hispanics. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I like that's, that we had to. Uh, yeah, I think it's just like now people have we're increasingly have had more and more time over the years to just, you know, micro analyze every single thing. So now we're like, oh, what's in the drawer? What's in the drawer, Trump? What's in the drawer, man? And then uh, finally, Kawasaki disease is trending. This is a story where, where 15 children in New York City have developed a series of symptoms that may or may not be related to COVID-19. Uh, they are similar to something called Kawasaki disease or Kawasaki syndrome, where uh, the symptoms include like inflammation, rash, uh, inflamed eyes, which is really uh, doesn't sound very comfortable. Uh, fever, abdominal pain, rash, swollen lymph nodes, inflammation in the eyes. Uh, and I wanted to bring this up just because it does feel like I mean, on tomorrow's episode, we talk with our guest about this rumor that, and I think it's actually being reported, that there's like a new strain of COVID-19 that's out there. And it just seems like it's we're still in this information dark age when it comes to, uh, <laughs> you know, the scientific facts. It just seems like right. because of social media and because uh, of the administration that we're existing under right now you know media and we have to kind of pay attention to stuff like this and just not really know what is going on yeah i think the sooner you know i think most people who listen to this show probably on some level uh accept science and the opinions of people who probably know more than they do on a given mm -hmm. subject but i think with this you know at the very least someone we have to be able to accept that we still know we don't know enough even about the disease to really feel safe again. And like, that's really where we're at. I mean, for all this talk of reopening, like we're still, we're, we're fighting blind here. And like, yeah, yeah. there's mutations happening. Other researchers like, please look into this. I'm, this could be going on. And it just, it, it, it only confuses us. And I think for us as the people who are living through this, we just have to know that a, the people with the know-how are furiously looking into how to make this right. But also that, we have to just accept that this is the reality we have to live in until that technology can catch up with it. Otherwise just, this is just yeah. chaos. Yeah. That's why I kind of, I feel like it's, it's valuable to just be constantly honing your, what your resources are, the, the different places that you can trust for information because more and more frequently during this crisis, we're coming up against information that we you, you have to verify whether it's true or not, and it can be a life or death situation. So, yeah. Uh, the one thing that's certain is that we just don't know. So, yeah. do the safe thing and don't put yourself at risk. That's just the, the, the most fundamental thing I think people yeah. stand up to right now. Just don't risk your safety, that your own safety, or that of your family. Yep. Uh, all right, Miles, that's going to do it. Another day in the books. Uh, we hope everybody's mm. having a good, safe Cinco de Mayo. We uh, will be back tomorrow with a whole new episode of this podcast. Uh, be safe, wash your hands, be good to each other, and we will talk to you then. Bye. Bye.